Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast. Today is Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. Podcast always brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Equal Housing Lender, our NMLS number 2289. We are, of course, an equal housing lender. We have special guests today, everybody. Not only do we have Miss Lisa Lawson. Hi, Lisa. Morning, everybody. Mr. John Cole, who's in the top 1% of all originators in the United States. Good morning, John. Good morning. Mr. Harvey Freed, the host of, mo- of the most hardcore mortgage real estate business show heard every Saturday morning, 9 to 10 a.m. on 97.1 FM here in Metropolitan Detroit. Good morning, Harv. Good morning. We have two outstanding realtors from Remax. Eclipse in Sterling Heights, Patricia, I'm going to mispronounce your last name, Patricia Uribe. Close, close now. How did I do, no? Uribe. Er, okay, and easier said for you than me, and Ed <laughs> Brittingham, I could do you, Ed Brittingham, hi Ed. Hi, how are you, Harry? Good, good. So anyways, guys, just a general conversation. Thank you for having us, on, for being on the podcast. We welcome you. Uh, you guys are experts in your industry. Subject matter that we want to emphasize today, Patricia and Ed, is the following. The market has changed dramatically from last year to this year. The first 46 days of 2022 have been unlike we've ever seen. The purchase market hasn't slowed down. Property inventory hasn't picked up. And the mortgage interest rates are up over one full percentage point from last December. Patricia, you go first. What's going on here? Help me out. I wish I had a crystal ball and could tell you what was going on. Um, From the market stats that we just got from the MLS, it's not telling the the straight story. Um, We're still seeing over asking prices, multiple offers. Um, people guaranteeing large amounts of appraisal issues and still no inventory. Well, I will tell you this. So, so Patricia and Ed, and, and let me go to you, Ed, it's really law of supply and demand. We've been talking about this issue since March of 2020. Lack of inventory, property values going sky high, and people going ahead and guaranteeing certain purchase price and putting appraisal contingencies on these purchase agreements. Ed, do you see this changing throughout 2022? I don't see it changing for 2022 because it's still a highly competitive market because there's such a lack of inventory. So based on that, you have a lot of buyers buying for that house that they want. And in order to be competitive, they have to do some things to make their offer more attractive. Yeah, we're, we're seeing that also. Lisa Lawson, she's the queen in our office. She's a credit queen. She's Google of our office. Um, whenever we need an answer, we go to either Google or Lisa, and it usually works out fine. Um, Lisa, you're working with Patricia and Ed in your market area. What are you, do, what are you doing right now on your pre-approvals to differentiate yourself, capital mortgage funding, and our entire underwriting machine right now. So people go ahead and they can win that bid. Yeah, I think the most important thing is our my pre-approval clearly indicates that 
We've received the documentation. We've received the pay stubs. We've received the bank statements. It clearly lists everything. We've reviewed the assets and all this documentation has been received, reviewed, and underwritten. It is automated underwriting approval. So you know when you're making an offer that this isn't somebody just calling saying, this is, I think what I make, you pulled my credit and you know we should be good. And then all of a sudden these issues pop up that weren't dealt with. We deal with all that in advance and they know that. And I think hopefully the sellers, it's related to the sellers that way. So they know that when they get an approval from us, that it will close, you know, unless something comes up on title that's unresolvable or we have an appraisal issue that can't, we can't come to terms with, you know, based on credit income assets, this loan is going to close. And I think that's really important in this market when there's so many people out there, especially with all these automated systems where, you know, you don't even have to talk to a person and get an approval. Well, that's not always a good plan, you know? So I think it's important that sellers and, and buyers even feel confident that their approval will close and that it's just like money in the bank. Yeah, Patricia, I, I want to believe, I really want to believe every lender operates that way. But doing this over 32 years, I know that's really not how it works. Please don't tell me right now, Patricia, that there are still lenders writing pre-approval letters without going through their due diligence. I want to believe we're, the, we're not the only one doing that. But the horror stories that we hear and see in our office every day tells me that people are going out, getting in cars, going on the internet, looking at properties, and they haven't been pre-approved. Exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Ed, help me out. Tell me it's not true. <laughs> I wish I could tell you it's not true, Harry, but it's not true for the people that I work with because I have them all pre-approved. And Lisa, as you know, is a rock star. <laughs> oh, he is, and we, and we appreciate you guys working with her. John Cole, top 1%, all originators in the country. John, you heard Patricia. You heard Ed. You know what you do. You know what we do in our office. Um, how are you going to win that offer, John, if, if you don't have a, a, a pre-approval? Well, I mean, no, you definitely need a pre-approval. But the number one thing that, you know, differentiates somebody like, you know, myself or Lisa or Harvey uh, from everybody on the outside is that uh, we didn't go to the McDonald's School of Mortgages and, you know, take the uh, the 24-hour class and then sign up to uh, open our own brokerage because you get an email saying that you can be a broker. Uh, so, I mean, we put in long periods of time. Sorry, I'm, I'm in a digging type of mood. Um, <laughs> we're, we put in a lot of time. I've, you know, 25 years in this business. I started off by you know, helping Harvey write loans. He still owes me some lunches for all of those. Helping <laughs> Harry write some loans, learning from the best and, you know, and then putting our time. But what I really like to try to do when a listing comes across or an offer comes across is be attached to the email by the buyer's agent and, you know, respond to that email just saying, hey, let me know what I can do to provide the listing agent, the seller, anything, uh, information they need to make it, make this deal solidified. And, you know, put that phone call out and just let them know what kind of clients, you know, a lot of my clients that I work with, I've worked with for many years, so I can talk in depth and about personalities. And I think that helps a lot by just getting the the personal relationship so that they, they hear my voice, hear what I have to say and understand that, uh, you know, what we do is, is for real, not, uh, not just something that we put together in 2020 because rates were really good. Yeah, well, your point's well taken, John. This is a relationship-oriented business. This is what we do. We are not an internet lender. We just don't throw a bunch of ads on radio and TV and say, call, make promises. And we are not, um, even though this is 
a podcast and we could swear. I'm not going to get, uh, I'm not going to go down in the sewers. We just don't throw a bunch of spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Harvey Free, been doing this about 30 years. Uh, pleasure to work with you. You are the host of the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate and Business Show that we started 23 years ago. Harvey, you have a point to make and you want to make it right now. The floor is yours. It goes along with what we've been saying for several uh, years here. Definitely the last two years is these rates won't stay as low, this low forever. So rates have now sort of jumped back to 2019 pre-pandemic and they're still at all time low. So to me, it's exciting. I was writing, looking at numbers today. I went back and checked out where the market was in 2019. People were buying houses. Buyers were coming out of everywhere and sellers were excited to get top dollar for their homes. And of course, it's exploded since then. But here's the one point that I have. A $300,000 loan in November was about three and a quarter. And today it's about four and a quarter. That's $171 difference in monthly payments. So I didn't feel like it would discourage still a $300,000 buyer from purchasing the home. However, it's significant amount. It's actually $35,000 in buying power. So I like to translate it, taking it like the buyer's angle. Like, what does all this mean to somebody who's out there looking for a house? Well, if you were looking last year and you postponed this year, well, the rate bump bumping up has cost you about 35000 So maybe you had been okay overbidding. Not to mention Ed and Pat, as you guys know, that home went up about 10 to 12% in Macomb, uh, maybe 18% in some other counties across the United States. So don't miss out. And again, I don't want to hear... Those families, Harry, that said, I'm going to wait till next year. Well, now this is what they're dealing with. So don't say that this year. Don't be that person because, Harry, I think rates, if they're in the low fours now, they could be in the high four. Oh, they could be in the high fours <laughs> not, too, not too far from now. So we could see these interest rates really bump up maybe over the summer. So, again, if you're out there, be excited. Get in touch with some great real estate agents and make home ownership a lot of fun. Don't be discouraged that you might have missed out on something that was really great. It's still really great. Yeah. Hey, Patricia, that, that's a great segue into my next uh, my next statement and question for you. So the rate environment. OK, say it with me. It's not going to change. It's only going to go up. So whatever your buyers are doing, they need to do it now. They can't wait. I mean, forget about it. they can't wait when somebody says, well, we're going to wait till there's more properties on the market. There might not be more properties coming on the market in due time. We do know rates are going up. What does that really mean? Well, Harvey spelled it out, $35,000 in buying power. So you've got to tell your clients, hey, listen, whatever you do, you got to do it now, right? They can't wait. Exactly. You have to do it now. If you, if you see something you, you're interested in, you got to get, you got to get there. You got to see it. You got to make the decision whether you need to proceed and, and you want that house make the offer. So Patricia, tell, take me through this. You, I know you're working with buyers. When you see a house that comes on the market, how quick are you to get on the phone, text, email, whatever, drive over their house, get them in the car, whatever it is, just take me through that process. I'm not a realtor. I have a license, but I don't play a realtor on the radio. So go ahead and tell me, tell me the process. Well, actually, we do all of the above to try to get them out to look at the property while it's there because it's here today, it's gone tomorrow. And if you don't get your offer in by the deadline, they're not going to look at it. 
They've already got four or five offers. You know, some are cash. Some are already pre-approved as opposed to pre-qualified. Pre-qualified, you're going to miss out. So, you know, we, we do everything we can to get them to the house to view it. I we love even that. offer I, to I, go and view the property if they can't and FaceTime them as we're walking through. I've done that many times. Because the client wasn't able to make it and I went in with that and did a Zoom call, went through the whole house, showed them everything based on that. I've written offers. Last night, I actually wrote an offer in front of the house that I saw last night in the, in the street on my laptop with the dome light, writing an offer and getting it submitted because it was a deadline of 8 p.m. Oh, yeah. And we made it. It, it's really that kind of market. It really is. It's, and by the way, we're in the same business. We're in the service industry. I can't tell you how many times Lisa's driven documents out to borrowers' houses. John's met them in parking lots. Harvey's got a favorite coffee shop. He likes to meet them at. All right, we're all related because we're all involved in the same transaction. And I don't even think we're on different sides of the transaction. We're on the same side. We're on the client service side. Point. So right. it's, it's really refreshing to hear that, you know, I know you don't want to be in, in a parking lot or in front of the house at nine 30 at night with the dome light on, but you know what? It's just something we have to do. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to Harvey at night or Lisa or John texting and calling me at 10 30 at night. Um, Lisa, right this second, you're working with a lot of buyers. Okay. I, I am. You've got, you've got a lot of pre-approvals out on the street. We always say that we got to build a bridge to the springtime. I don't know. To me, I, to me, I got to tell you, will values stabilize down the road? Are there going to be more properties on the market? I think it's going to be a consistent theme in 2022. And we just have to be ready when our clients are ready. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with you there. I think we'll always get a few more properties in the spring and summer. There's always the people who don't want to sell now. They don't want to have people in their homes in the winter, you know, or they don't want to move themselves in the winter. So there's always a few that will hold off until, you know, April, May to get going. So I think we'll get a few more, but is it going to be this huge influx that people are hoping for? I don't think so. I think we're still going to be in a shorted situation probably throughout this year. Um, like I said, we may get a few more on there. It might loosen up a little, but it's definitely not going to stabilize and be, and be, um, you know, 50, 50 there. So, you know, all the more reason if you're serious about moving this year and taking advantage of the low rates and these great programs that are out there, you really kind of need to do it now. You know, you'll call us next year and you're going to be like, oh, you know, wish I would have done it last year. I had someone call me not that long ago and said, I'd really ready to get that rate locked in. And I'm like the rate that we talked about in September. I'm like that rate, unfortunately, is long gone. And now it doesn't even make sense because I can't offer you enough of a benefit for you to move forward. It's a lot about timing, you know. Um, and just like I'm sure Ed and Pat can attribute to this, same thing when you're making an offer, right? You've always got the people who are ready to pull the trigger and get that offer submitted. And then you have the people who want to go home and think about it over the weekend. And then they get upset when they go to do it on Monday and they've already accepted another offer because they received seven or eight or nine or 10 over the weekend. There's unfortunately, this market doesn't afford us the luxury of time. And so time is of the essence. And working with qualified people who know what they're doing so to get the property that you want, I think, is imperative. Yeah. Hey, John Kolb, you know what's up? Everything's up in the purchase market. But in terms of breaking down applications, conventional, uh, FHA, VA, the FHA share of total applications has increased to almost 10% of total applications. 
I know you like to bring that option. FHA, Lisa does a lot of FHA, so does Harvey. Share with me, John, the reason why you think FHA applications are up. Uh, I mean, I, I would I would think that the if, I mean, that's a great question because I really don't know the answer. I, I didn't know that FHA applications were up. I don't do a ton of FHA, but, but um, I would imagine that it's allowing a lot of the people who may have had some group bruise credit in the past to be able to get into lo- uh, to new homes. Uh, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac have come out and put uh, additional loan level pricing adjustments on investment properties and second homes, which takes away from the good credit people wanting to buy those homes for those needs, opening those homes up for buyers, first time home buyers that may have had some bruised credit. That would be my only quick thought off of that. Um, but, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear what the panel says. Okay, great. Harvey, you do a lot of FHA and, and you know the low limit went up FHA, correct? Yeah, Harry, at 420680 in the Tri-County area, 65% of the new conforming limit, it's giving a lot of families out there this additional option. And here's who it's bringing out, as John mentioned, uh, the 580-plus credit score will get you an FHA loan. Now, it's got to be run through the system, but they're lenient, and our low 600 borrowers are better off closing with an FHA transaction that they can get done in 21, three to four weeks with us on any transaction here locally in Michigan. And so three years after the bankruptcy and four years after foreclosure allows you to become a new FHA buyer. Again, people go through divorce and death. And boy, Harry, four years ago, uh, things were starting to really come back. I mean, maybe even seven or eight years ago. So there are some families out there that can take advantage of using the FHA mortgage. Yeah, I appreciate that. And Lisa, I'm going to ask this question to our guests and I want you to chime in there. So, so Patricia and Ed, Sometimes, is there still that stigma when an offer is presented with an FHA offer? And, and I never could understand that. 32 years in the business, money is money. We underwrite all programs. We fund with our own funds. And money is money. Please tell me that there isn't that stigma out there anymore with FHA. Unfortunately, there are, there are sellers don't want offers that are FHA. They won't even let us put it on the listing ticket. I want cash and conventional offers only. And I'm like, but you can, FHA loans are good. You can get them closed in 21 to 30, 35 days max. I mean, I've worked with Lisa for how many years, Lisa? 10, 12? Yeah, a long time. And she's always been able to close them. None of them have had problems, but yet these homeowners are saying, no, don't bring me FHA buyers. Where are they getting that information from? I mean, I don't, you know, the panel's shaking their head. I'm looking at Harvey shaking his head, John shaking her head, Lisa. Um, where is that information coming from? Because, see, that's, that's misinformation, and that's, you know, what we talk about, you know, disseminating accurate versus inaccurate information every day, every week. Um, maybe back in the 60s and 70s, okay, but certainly not today. FHA... You go through the same inspection and only, and they're actually, to me, the inspection process, if there's a problem, protects the buyer more. Is that why the seller gets crazy? Because maybe you have to have Lisa, uh, a, a GFE plug, a ground file interrupter, GFI, actually, I apologize, uh, safety, hazards fix, no chip paint, no stairway, stairwell, um, staircase missing. I mean, handrails. Got to have blocks, cement blocks going down or 
a step going down from your uh, from your deck onto the ground? I mean, you tell me, Lisa. I know there's a lot of misinformation, even about conventional lending. So I had somebody maybe a week or two ago say, um, you know, can you get this? This is an FHA buyer. Can you get them approved conventional because they want to buy this house and it's got a little, you know, bit of peeling paint. And so I know it won't be an issue conventionally. And I was like, whoa, that's not the case. If your house has exterior peeling paint and we know that it wasn't or we can't you know, confirm it was built after 1978. Guess what? It's even with the conventional loan, it will be called out. I think people have this idea that conventional lets things quote unquote slide. If it is the health or safety concern, it does not matter if it's an FHA or conventional loan, you know, a lot of peeling paint or um, not so much handrails. It's, you know, that's really per an appraiser's outlook, but there's a lot of other health and safety issues that are still going to be called out regardless if it's FHA or conventional. So we have educated agents like like Pat and Ed that know this information and try to correct it and make sure people get correct information. But unfortunately, there's a lot of agents out there who I think still think that, you know, this house has peeling paint on the trim. So we have to go conventional. Well, you still have to get it fixed or escrow for the repair. So I think it's just so much misinformation out there and trying to get that correct. It's kind of been an uphill battle. Um, you know, but hopefully when it does, and as long as we keep getting the word out there, that will happen. So people have equal opportunity for the loan types that they're qualified for. Excellent. Excellent. Well, okay. ladies and gentlemen, it comes that time. We're going to give everybody the last word of the podcast. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Equal Housing Lender. 2289 is our NMLS number. This show is produced and directed by Roberto Boshane. Roberto's in the booth. Hi, Roberto. How's it going? Harvey Freed, let's go around the horn. Last word for the day, buddy. Uh, there's not a lot of inventory out there. Interest rates are going to continue to climb. You got to get hooked up with those great agents, get a strong approval letter. But not only that, you need to understand escalation clauses. You need to understand your contingencies and read your addendums, maybe even read the purchase agreement. Having more professionals involved in your transaction that sound like me a little bit and sound like they know what they're talking about. I'm just, maybe. Even if you pat yourself on the back, correct? No, someone else did. But whoever's not, if, like they know what they're talking about they might and if they've been in the business a while i think that's a good start yeah i love that harvey john Cole. i mean i just want to call out that harry acknowledged that he's been writing mortgages since the 60s and that's how (laughs) old he is i mean he we just let that slide in his podcast without anybody making a comment i mean he he just gave it up to us but hey you know like harvey said get yourself in front of a, a lender who's aged like harry or experienced like lisa harvey and i and make sure that we are doing all the right, getting you all the right information, making sure that we are letting you know your ins and outs. Uh, you know, people like Patricia and Ed, when they get us referrals, it's great because we know that we are, they're working with good agents that are going to put them on the right track, working with great lenders that are going to uh, keep them on that right track. And then, you know, Harry and his wise experience will make sure that the loan gets closed uh, lickety split. So just keep, keep giving us the opportunities because we'll show you what we got. Well, John, I appreciate that. I really appreciate your uh, your kind compliment that you've really learned over the last 25 years to respect your elders. And I really do appreciate that. Thank you 100%. very much for that. Uh, Lisa Lawson, what are your last thoughts of the day? Yeah, my biggest thought is work with experienced professionals, whether it's myself or someone else on my team. But more, even more importantly than that, this is the biggest transaction. And so many of my clients come to me. They have no idea what they're allowed to negotiate 
how it works, what seller concessions are. This is where your experienced agents like Pat and Ed come in. They're going to help you with that. You're going to sit there and say, this is what I have to work and I might need maybe a very small amount of concession, or I might need, you know, I can't do more than X, Y, Z over asking for this reason, but keeping that communication open and working with experienced professionals, they can come up with alternatives. Like we've talked about escalation clauses and other things that will still allow you to win the bid without going broke or going above and beyond your means. So, you know, working with experienced professionals is absolutely key. We appreciate that, Lisa. And as always, Lisa Lawson, the credit queen, the Google of our office, we're doing this a long time. Always gives great service along with her teammates at Capital Mortgage Funding. Uh, celebrating our 30th anniversary coming up in May. And we appreciate all our clients and our realtor partners. So Patricia and Ed, last thoughts of the day. And we, we really love having you on the podcast because you bring a calming influence between the panel that I have to work with today and your experience. I want to hear your last thoughts. Communication is, is, is key. So communicating with your realtor, with your lender, and getting you to closing. That's that's key, communication. Yes. And feel comfortable that we're working with professionals like you guys to work with us and make the transaction as smoothly as possible. Excellent. Patricia Arabia and Ed Brittingham, Sterling Heights, Remax. Eclipse, yes, Sterling Heights, Michigan, Macomb County. Macomb County was the single hottest county in the last 24 months in metropolitan Detroit. A lot of new construction, a lot of great properties out there. I'm going to tell you, you can get to Macomb County in 20 minutes from everywhere in metropolitan Detroit. And we thank them for being on our podcast today. Well, that does it for another edition of the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show. Brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Equal Housing Lender, 2289 NMLS number. Um, listen, everybody out there, you got to be in it to win it. What are you waiting for? Rates are not going down to zero. I've only said that for the last God knows how many years, Harvey Freed. And I appreciate everybody being on. Roberto, thank you. Panel, guests, thank you. And everybody be safe. Thank yeah. you. Thank you.